What's up, you guys? This episode is brought to you by Lady Sweet. Lady Sweet. You guys have heard us talk about Lady Sweet. They are an intimate skincare and wellness brand made by a woman. Especially for your vulva. For your vulva, because I'm sure, just like us, we thought our vagina was everything, but it isn't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My vagina is everything. No. But it needs some fluffing. No, no, no. I more so meant like how you identify your vulva and your vagina. Oh, you said the whole vagina was everything. Yeah, for most of my life. No, but there's a vulva, right? Yeah. I didn't I know. Anyway, vulva care is really important. And, you know, it's actually, it really is the most intimate skin we have besides our face. It's very delicate. It's like the portal of life. We should take care of it. We have people go down there sometimes. Hopefully, a lot of times. <laughs> They're shaving. We and don't waxing. want ingrowns. We want it to be smooth. We want it to be hydrated. Let's be honest. We want it to be perfect, <laughs> like the porn stars. And that takes care. So. So I love the rejuvenating botanical oil. Um, it smells like grapefruit. Which you can also is, use it on your face. You can. Oh, sorry, I'm eating and this is really rude. <laughs> it helps with dryness, ingrowns, razor bumps, redness, sensitivity. It's going to brighten, smooth. You can use it every single day. I love to use it every single day when I get out of the shower. I'm steamy and my pores are open. I just rub that botanical rejuvenating oil all over my vulva. And you know what? I recommend this is ASMR. While you rub that botanical oil on your vulva, you should say a vulva affirmation. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I love my womb. I love my vulva. I love my vagina. She brings life, and she deserves the very best of everything, including orgasms. <laughs> I think she do that every single day. Anyway, use our code GOODMOMS15 at checkout for 15% off. Um, that's ladysweetbeauty.com. And you can also follow them on Instagram. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And we are quarantined. We are in quarantine. Yes, we, we are. Socially five. distancing ourselves. Five days into quarantine. But not from each other. But not from each other. So hopefully we don't both have it. <laughs> um, fuck. I'm drinking wine and tequila and I've honestly... You have tequila too? Oh no, I'm actually drinking wine and beer but I've been thinking about tequila. <laughs> I'm thinking about it hard. I don't think tequila is like my quarantine drink. It's going to get me way too like turned up to go nowhere. That's true. You know, tequila is my like, drink. Of a- ah! 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 Oh, my God. Are you burning yourself? The sage just burned the fuck out of me. See, this is why we got to sage the mic. Sage ourselves. Oh, that sounds good. We're saging you through the mic because I know you need it. Saging. No, no. Go out there. You have a movie on. I've played all day. I've taught you your lessons. I've fed you 400 times. Go, please. Mommy, but Luna won't do what I want. Well, she, you're not the boss of Luna. She's bossing me. Well, you're not the boss of Luna. I'm not bossing her. 
She can do what she wants. You do what you want. Go watch the movie. Figure it out. Bye. And they're talking about school you may guys. be out for the remainder of the fucking year. You guys, it's day two. Day fucking two of no school. And I'm already on edge. Can you tell? I mean, really, it's like day four for me because I took, well, day three. I took Irie out of school last week. but And then convinced me to do the same. She should have got that day in. She should have got that Friday fucking in. exhausted. Um, I have never respected teachers so much. Thank you, teachers, for all that you do. All the homeschooling parents, how the fuck? And yeah, that's where I'm at. With We're it. gonna have to go back. I mean, maybe after this, we'll just be like amazingly amazing homeschooling. Teachers. I mean, there's a like a, there was there's a part of me that also is like appreciating appreciating it. I'm getting to spend more time with Irie because I work so much. But then there's another part of it where like I just need a second. I need a second, and I can't. I literally put her food down. And it's like, Mommy, why have you turned my TV on? I'm like, because I've been fucking making your food. That's yeah. why. I mean, this is the time to really teach your kid not to be a fucking brat because then you start to see how really demanding they are. Like, my God. Yeah, it's rudeness. It's like a, God, indentured servant. Yeah. <sighs> I need to burn more sage. You do. Um, I don't know. Is someone going to open a homeschool in the valley? Because I need to, I need their number. <laughs> Even that, I don't know where these homeschooled kids have been. Are they going to have a corona test at the door oh every morning? They don't even got enough corona tests to go around. Actually, can you hand me that blank? Because I don't, I don't really. So speaking of corona, we are postponing our show because we've been advised by our expert to p- p- postpone, and we don't have a choice. We have no choice at this point. Honestly, we would have had to cancel. We, you would have literally had because me and Jamila were having this disagreement about the show, right? Like I thought I was like preparing for that cancellation. She was. Saying, no, there's no fucking way we're canceling it. And then yesterday we had, like, our first semi, not even (laughs) argument, but, like, yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. (laughs) I don't want to hug people. I was like, how are you going to do the show without me, bitch? I was like, I'm quit. That's up. (laughs) No podcast. (laughs) Fuck everyone. If we can't do the show during Corona, fuck everything. (laughs) I was like, I'm not getting Corona for the sake of our show. I'm not hugging people. I feel like none of us were going to have it, and it was going to be like a little prohibition style show, and everybody would have just showed out. You know what? That would without you know what prohibition people weren't infected with shit. Oh my! They were God. just trying to get alcohol. That's a little different. Just give me. Ooh, ooh. Give me the lighter. <laughs> just give me the light. So for all those of you listening who purchased tickets. Your tickets are transferable. Once we get past the end, the end of the world, we will reschedule our show immediately. Um, I'm sorry, it's it's Corona's fault. I'm I'm feeling two different ways. I'm feeling like um, definitely the world's not going to end because I have so much shit that's on my list of things that I'm going to have, and but also I'm like fuck. If the world ends, when's the last time I really got some good dick? So I got some recently, so I'm <laughs> not mad. But well, I need to have bomb dick before I go out. So, my, oh my god, this is this is pretty sad. Um, tell me if anyone else has done this. <laughs> have you ever been like towards the end of your period and you know it, but then you're like, let me just take a bath and go to the nigga's house and act surprised if I bleed. <laughs> I thought about doing that yesterday. 
Because blood never killed nobody. No, I mean, I feel if honestly, if you're a man that's scared of blood, then get away from me. To be honest, because it's nature, it's gonna happen again. It's like, it's what makes me a woman. It's what makes me fucking amazing. So, get oh, over am it. I bleeding? Oh, I don't know where that. Came I mean, now from. eating me out while blood bleeding. I mean, I'm gonna let you do whatever, and then if it ha- comes down, like, oh no, I don't know where that happened. <laughs> You're a bitch. So it's the last. I I thought I stopped two days ago. Damn, another person I did this to is gonna annoy the life. I don't really want to get head on my period. Or towards the end, really, even. It was, like, basically over. I thought it was over, but I knew there was a possibility. But I don't I mean, like, my pussy doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't really bother me. Oh, also, I got my, oh, I hope this, well, whatever. I got my first request during sex. During the act of sex. And Megan asked me to talk about him on my podcast. <laughs> I got that a few weeks ago. Somebody said podcast during sex, <laughs> which I am baffled by. I've never thought in my life I'd have to hear podcasts during a sexual encounter, but I'm just going to take it as I'm getting famous. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. I'm getting famous. I'm getting famous, so, you know, people want me to talk about them on the podcast. <laughs> <coughs> But this request baffled me even more because this. Okay, let me not even. <coughs> let me not even elaborate on that one. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop it right there. Well, this happened to me a few weeks ago, and I told you, and you couldn't believe it. And then now it's happened to you. Was it during the sex? Yes. Oh yeah. Wait. He, during. Yes, girl. During. He said, "I want you to talk about me." He was like, literally. Oh my I god. I don't. I don't think me. I, I want was, you to talk about. I don't me. think I realized. Are you gonna tell people? Wait. Was it? Um. It was Tulumbe. You did say that, and I hollered, and I was like, no way. And then when it happened, I was like, yeah. I want you to talk about me on your podcast. You guys, don't ever say that. Don't, don't ever say that. Don't. It's just so weird. Also, um, just let it happen. You literally did not pass this once to me and smoked sorry, the whole blind. I got super into it. Um, I need to roll another one out. Okay, well. Wait, um... Okay, speaking of people bringing up our podcast during sex. Okay, I think, okay, this is how I'm feeling, that there's two different thoughts. I think it goes the line, the longs of fantasy and reality. Niggas, like, it's a fantasy of a nigga to be talked about on the podcast, but also a nigga called Erica Fast because of the podcast last week, mm-hmm. um, which was, like, basically, in our eyes, like, a nice way of calling her whorish, you know? Everybody knows niggas have a way of doing that. Um, like co-shaming without shaming because I still want to fuck. Oh yeah, he totally was trying to fuck. Yeah, but but still. But then like, called me fast. But then tried to say, "Oh, I'm fast too." And I said, "I don't know how old we are that we're calling people fast." But are you? You're basically nicely calling me a hoe. So I think guys are kind of turned on by the fact that this is like a part, a por- a portion of our like, um, our lifestyle, I guess, at this point. But also like. Are you going to marry me with all my sex business on the internet? Yeah, I literally, the past few weeks, I've been telling Jamil, like, I had this epiphany. Well, between that and then I think a few other things, I'm like, is is this platform ruining my life? <laughs> I mean, it's benefiting it in so many ways, but is it ruining my love life, I guess I should say. Because I feel like um, when he said that to me, I was like, so you think I'm a hoe because I because sometimes I talk about my sex life. And a lot, I mean, of course I talk about my current sex life. I talk about my previous sex life. I've talked about my sexual experiences as a whole in general. Um, I don't feel like I'm having more sex than anyone else. I mean, of course there's got people that are, don't have any sex or maybe are in relationships, 
But for us as a single woman living in a metropolitan city, right? Like I don't really feel like I'm like out here just fucking niggas every all day every day and like i just feel like is it the fact that we discuss it is the is it the fact that you know we're very um opinionated not even sexual not even about sex just in general because i think a lot of men say they want really independent strong women but they don't really want that you know and i just i'm just concerned i'm concerned too but not really because i just rather you know like I realize that everybody has sexual experiences and we're not like some fucking taboo. I do realize most people don't discuss it publicly for the internet, but I've accepted the role of um, being transparent so that other people don't feel like they're doing something completely crazy because I guarantee you everybody's fucking. Just, I mean, but my whole thing is, nigga, are you man enough to handle what I'm doing and why and remove yourself from it and just like it's just mostly ego okay everybody knows you've had sex but you just don't want to hear about the stories I get that but like just don't listen and if somebody comes and says something to you don't act like you didn't know what the fuck I was doing right I don't know I mean I think also there's this idea that men want a woman that like keeps to herself that doesn't share her sexual endeavors doesn't make eye contact with other niggas like you know is a lady doesn't curse doesn't compliment them but we all know like those women exist and you know I, I, I feel like there's nothing wrong with those women like more kudos to them that's just not who I am you know like although I am trying to work on cursing it's not doing a great job but trying to at least work on not cursing in front of my daughter so much um, because she's annoyed by it, to be honest. I think Luna doesn't like cursing because I curse a lot. Yeah, she's that's like, Irie too. And like, so I try to respect that. And she's right. I need to chill. Like, chill. Um, again, like, lesson. You guys, can you stop throwing things? Well, stop it. It's too loud. Watch the movie. I'm rec- we're recording. Frozen 2 is on. Watch Frozen 2. Get out of Shaka's dog bed. It stinks. Okay, get out of it, though. Okay. <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I don't know if it's ruining. I, I asked a guy that I hang out with sometimes. I just um, asked Instagram. Okay. Well, I asked a guy I hang out with sometimes if me talking about my sex life is a turnoff. And, of course, he said no. Um, but he's also not trying to make me his girlfriend, so... Weezy has a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. But Weezy has a boyfriend. She's, but she's, she's documented and talked about how difficult that's been for her, too. Yeah. You know, she took no. a, it took a special person, you know? And I know what's mine is already... Is, is mine, you know? I get... And I, and I truly do believe that. I just wonder, like... I guess I can't wonder because this is my path. I mean, you can't you know? wonder because it's it's done. Because I know there are. I, I it's more so I feel bad for them, and because I'm sure that there's some good men too that I, that maybe I'm missing out on because they can't see past what I do, right. or they don't understand what right, I do. Right, and we could right. possibly have been a, a compatible match, but they missed out. Yeah, that's how I feel with that. Why is my blind dog trying to get in here? No, Shaka. It's like she's staring at us, but I know she can't see. No, Shaka, go, go, no. What are, are they, they literally playing fucking ping pong in there? I don't understand. Um, yeah, whatever. They're playing the loudest game they could possibly find. Um, Jax? So what did Instagram say? I didn't see I've really got one answer so far, and the answer Is it was, a poll? You know, I don't know how to do all that. Oh, my God. Should, okay, do the poll then. Shit. You're so smart. 
you're so fucking smart. Do the poll. Um, anyway, I I actually really did feel insecure about it. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I know. felt like, should I stop sharing? Will we get a man? I, felt, I was like, should I stop sharing so much? Is it too much? Like, I already don't even share everything, you know? I like, know. I leave out details, moments, people. Lots Not of everyone shit. gets discussed, okay? Clearly. Usually the ones I like the most don't, you know? And I don't know. That's not true, actually, because I really loved Happy Bay. Also, we know who listens and who doesn't. Right. And I think, I think guys, I think if you're smart, you just won't listen. <laughs> but then if you get curious, that's not good. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, am I not supposed to tell you I have a podcast and, like, like hide it? Hide, like, one of the biggest parts of my life right now because this is what brings me joy and, like, is my passion and has made me pretty much find my purpose. No. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> well, it's so, just, it's part of me. It's like, how much, how much of yours are you going to, like, conceal to get in? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at this point, it's too late, so. <laughs> That's it. That's all that is. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Aside from us not having a quarantine bay... <laughs> I actually have a potential quarantine bay, but I can't fucking quarantine with a bay when I'm ba- quarantining with my kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little hard. Then they're talking about like 24-hour lockdown. I'm like, well, what, how are we going to do the child exchange? That needs to happen <laughs> at some point. So fuck that. Oh, my God. Fuck that. They're also talking about school's going to be out until next year, possibly. Mm. They need to chill on that, too, because... I'm day two in. I don't. I know for sure. I can't. My kid's gonna fall behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say she's right now. gonna fall behind. Okay, like I can barely make it out of here alive. So, um, have you checked out our our episode on horrible decisions? Oh yeah, you guys. We did an episode with horrible decisions when we went out to New York. Um, we met up with our favorite hoes, Mandy and Wheezy. What the fuck? Um, and, uh, yeah, Jamila really, um, got the, the mamas upset with her, uh, my not, they call me, they're calling me a non-vaxxer. Yeah. They basically call her like a KKK member. So Mandy said it's comparable to being a Trump supporter or KKK member. She said she leaned more towards Trump, less KKK, but they're one in the same essentially in some capacity in whoever, in, it depends who you ask. Um, sorry if there's some Trump supporters listening, although I highly doubt it. Yeah, I'd be really surprised. Um, in fact, you should message us. Um, <laughs> I still don't care. But So it's so funny because we did this episode maybe like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. It's before all this corona shit blew up. And now, you know, it's the perfect time for uh, vaccinations, anti-vaxxers. It was, to- like, it, it was like I couldn't have had better luck. <laughs> like, I know I'll release it right now. Like, Fuck those vaccines. <gasps> now everyone doesn't want to be near me and my child. Um, but when we went out to New York, we hung out. Oh, did we talk about our, what we did after we let, were hanging out with Mandy after? Nope, we mm. didn't because it was too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after we hung out, after we did Horrible Decisions, which you guys should definitely check out, um, I share a story about how my baby daddy's theory on how he got me pregnant 
which is very interesting, has something to do with um, my butt. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jamila shares a horror story, or as they would like to call, a horrible decision. Um, We also give... Mandy also shared some interesting insight on um, Africans and uh, the hierarchy of head giving. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Oh, yeah. I talked about how fake asses feel cold, which apparently they do, according to Erica. I don't know. I mean, I, the only fake asses I've ever touched were cold. And they were in the strip club, but maybe because that's what they weren't naked. They were naked. No, it's always warm in there. They're working, so they're not they're not cold. They're always like a little cold. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I need, I need to touch more. And then after we recorded with Horrible Decisions, which you, def- which you should definitely check out, um, we all went to dinner. Which I guess is a miracle for them because you know they be beefing. Yeah, they don't really like each other. <laughs> and I remember just getting drunk and telling Eric, they're like, you know, I just think, uh, you know, all they need is me to bring them together. We just need to keep doing, keep doing these double dates, and we're gonna all come together in love. <laughs> Erica's like, I don't think so. <laughs> but we're sitting there at dinner, and um, Mandy is showing us some wild ass videos in her phone. And there's a table across the way, and they kept, like, looking over. Jamila kept looking at them like, what the fuck are you looking at? And finally, they were like, what are you guys looking at? So we showed them our phone. Mandy showed them her phone. And one of the guys at the table was like, oh, I'm here with my sister. Um, I have sex parties at my apartment. You guys should come by. And I have a swing in my living room. And, you know, that's all we needed to do. And I was like, No. <laughs> Give me your number. My skeptical ass was like, why would I go to some strange Caucasian man's home in Brooklyn? And for some reason, I mean, Mandy and and Jamila are one and the same when we're like totally down. I was like, they're going to forget about this shit. Like, hopefully they will forget about this shit. So the guy leaves. We go upstairs because we're at we're at Soho House in Dumbo in Brooklyn. And we went to Chaconi's downstairs. We go upstairs to go have more drinks. Me, Mandy, Jamila. There's literally like hardly anyone up there. There's five people. There's like five people there. There's a group of three, two guys and a girl. And then there's this very sketchy work couple at the bar. And the work couple are not a couple at all. They're literally co-workers. co-workers. However, having an affair. For sure having an affair. She like overheard Mandy say she's Jamaican and white. She's like, oh, me too. And then I was like, oh, what are you guys doing here? And like, oh, we just work together. Literally, I was like, looked at my, I was like, are you guys work spouses? And they like looked all like guilty. I'm like, no. And I was like, so what are you doing at Soho House at 1230? <laughs> and they have, they're both saying how they both have kids. So, um... <laughs> Because I had had too many tequilas at this point. And Jamila has had professed herself a healer. I've, yeah, I'm a, I don't know what I am. But um, <laughs> I t- conveniently convinced them, because I've been on a roll with this thing right now. I don't know what the fuck has gotten into me. <laughs> somebody, gave, someone, somebody did it to me, and I've just been on a roll. So I was like, you guys want a three-way kiss? <laughs> because then you guys can feel it out and it really won't be your fault i I, basically you are facilitating an affair they've already had an affair you are facilitating it even more so so i like grab their heads on either side if you're on patreon you can if you you know you might want to take notes this is important (laughs) if you need to do a three-way kiss in the future this is how you do it three shots of tequila (laughs) each each so then i like no i don't know how much they've been drinking so i like pull her face in and his face i'm like come on let's just just let's just do a and we proceeded to do a three-way French kiss. 
Meanwhile, me and Mandy are in deep conversation about who God knows what the fuck. And then I look over and Jamila's over here facilitating an affair. Okay, so then five <laughs> minutes later, I turned around and they were gone. They went to the bathroom. So I went looking in the bathrooms because there was nobody there. And all the stalls were closed and both bathrooms. So I know these freaky motherfuckers are in one of these stalls. So I just left them alone. And then I went back to the bar and then I came out all fucking... Ruffled. Disheveled. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Acting like nothing happened, looking all red and shit. (laughs) So that happened, and then guess what? Then they did not forget about the sex apartment. I was like, these bitches for sure forgot about the sex apartment. Here, Jamila, after she facilitated her affair, was like, oh, let's go over to this nigga's house. So who's this nigga has a very interesting name, by the way, which he'll remain, remain anonymous. But I, the name should have is very telling about what kind of house he has. So and maybe his, his dick as well. Um, so, <laughs> so they're like, let's go. Let's so, call so, him. So, so, so I knew Erica would not be down. So I'm like, this is my first time hanging out with Mandy. So I'm hoping she's like one of me so I can be con- convinced I'm going to just do some strange shit. So I'm like, Mandy, do you still want to go? She's like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> which which come to find out is a shocker because Mandy doesn't do white Caucasian shit. And, oh, this and this was very Caucasian, the shit we, just, we, we did. We Ubered ourselves to this location. Do you remember this? I don't know how drunk you are. We get to the floor. The door is already wide open. It's like an industrial warehouse. And I'm like, he's like, it's okay to keep the door open. Oh, yeah, he left the door open. Yeah. I was like, is anyone else on this floor? He's like, everybody moved out. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, he's like, well, no one's on this floor. So we're just blasting music with the door open. There is, a, it's a beautiful. We walk into this beautiful apartment. Like, so, like, it's, it's, I'm actually, we're going to post the picture on Patreon. We have to, I have a picture. I we have, have a to picture post too. the Patreon. And we're going to post the swing. Do you have me swinging? Yeah, I have Jamila swinging topless and me swinging clothed. But, like, it was just so beautiful. Like, it was so... Like, you melted into the Well sweat. decorated. It was for sure a sex apartment. But, so, like, tastefully done. It was beautiful. It was like a bar in the living room. He had, like, these, like... From what I remember. He had these, like, plastered, like, flowers on the ceiling. He had, like, video... Remember that, like, video that was playing over the doorway? Oh, yeah. That kind of does It was, like, old like... Hollywood movies that were playing. And didn't he have a window into his bedroom? Then it was, no, his bedroom, like, looked like an altar. Oh, yeah. It had, like... It had like church, like stained Same glass. glass. Yeah, wow. And not. you can open the doors, and that was his bed was the altar. Right. Oh it my was god. Crazy. Not to self. Bed altar. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I don't know why I felt so comfortable, but probably within five minutes of walking in the door, I was like, I want to take off my clothes. <laughs> so I was wearing just like biker shorts. <laughs> I was wearing like nude biker shorts and no top, just trotting around the house. And then he goes, um, oh, he's like, oh, my roommate's upstairs. Go wake him up. <laughs> he looks this beautiful. Oh, it's like a curved stairway in the middle of the living room. Mm-hmm. Like makes us drinks. We're just so drunk at this point. Well, at least I am. We go- I go upstairs to, to go see about this roommate. And then I get to the door and I'm like, it's a strange woman, black woman in his bedroom. I probably shouldn't wake this man up. That's not a good idea. <laughs> so I backed out of there. And then moments later, that guy came downstairs He's like, yeah, you're in my dream. I was like, that's because I was at your doorway creeping in on you like a weirdo. Did he say you were in my dream? Yeah. He did? Oh, shit. Um, We just like were partying and swinging and taking videos and laughing. Um, Then 
the Caucasian kept offering Jamila special K. <laughs> that out no no okay. i felt like it needed to be shared because i would not i was like no what do you like, no and jamila like wasn't saying no but she wasn't saying like, well, yes what does it do she just kept, why would i do she that just kept, kept asking too many questions i was like bitch just let me handle it. i was she's, never gonna take i was like okay. shut the fuck up she's not doing it <laughs> stop offering her special care i just got i kept getting so annoyed by him i was like she's not doing that no Who did the first guy or the roommate the first guy, he kept like trying to like normalize it more and more. Like, it's just very chill. You're just gonna like want to talk. I was like, Are you guys on it? He's like, gonna, Yeah, we're fine. He's like, We're gonna talk. We're gonna feel really chill. Da, da, da. And I said, She said no. He's like, Oh my, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't hear her say that. You know, I would never offer it again. Literally five minutes later, <laughs> do you want to do some K? I'm like, This nigga is dumb. Here's the thing about me. Like, I've, I've already decided very early on in my life what drugs I have any desire of trying. Special K has never been on the list. <laughs> Because it's for a horse, and I'm a size of a big dog, so <laughs> it just doesn't make sense for my like my like just sizing. So I just that wasn't an option. I would never do that, but it was very white of him. You know, white people love that shit though. They really no, they do. They do. I mean, I, I've been around it a lot because of Jared and him, him in the, in the club warehouse scene. scene. Yeah, in LA. But I was like, this nigga needs to calm the fuck down. Um. Anyway. But then, after that, Jamila then facilitated yet another three-way kiss. She was on a three-way kiss roll. Meanwhile, me and Mandy are just sitting Having here, deep conversations. Having continuous deep conversations. Um, laughing about all this Caucasian shit we're doing. She couldn't believe that she was Caucasianing, yet she wouldn't leave. So we were still there. She, yeah, she we were there for a minute. We were complaining about the Caucasianing happening, yet we were both still there, Caucasianing it up, drinking... Some sort of tequila. He said, "This is the tequila. You sip this. You don't mix this. You don't. This is a sipping tequila." I kept saying that, and we were just drinking it. It was great. And later, I've 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 discovered that um, they those two guys are roommates because they met on Craigslist ten years ago, and they've been roommates ever since. Yep. Wow. <laughs> wow. But anyway, Jamila facilitated a three-way kiss, not between me and Mandy, not between the her and Mandy and the guy, but no, between the two male roommates and herself. Three-way kiss. I was like, "Wow, you may be a pro." Yeah. Then she tried to get them to make out and no, that they, they were wouldn't do it. They were down. Um, but What's the difference? I don't know. I knew that they had done that before. They um, they'd fuck. I don't know, but I had a great time facilitating <laughs> all of the all the all those bad choices last night. I don't know why I was feeling tequila, man. I was getting feeling real naughty. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, and then I, I, I pulled up some pictures. I'm like trying to put my tongue in Mandy's mouth, and, I, <laughs> and then I, it really dawned on me. I saw a picture of us all of us that night at dinner, and I was like, oh my god, am, am I the, am I the worst behaved out of horrible decisions and good bad choices? <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I, maybe I am. Wheezy went home and went to sleep. So, yeah, that happened. Mm. And then we, Mandy left, and then Erica left, and I was like, you know, I think I want to stay. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to stay. I was like, all right, I'm out. Bye, you're a grown-ass woman. And I stayed, and then, oh, my God. Nothing super freaky happened. I kind of think, oh, my God. I think um, our friend who initially met at the restaurant was kind of, like, jealous. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what was happening over there. Oh, he was jealous of you and your his roommate's connection? <laughs> yeah. Of course he was. He thought he was going to... His whole point, he was about to show you his lavish pad and get it in. Well, he was, wasn't he gay? Oh, my God. Wait, there was this point. Oh, my God. Wait, can we talk about the ass slapping session? Oh, my God. I 
forgot. <laughs> Honestly, I forgot most of this shit. Which wait, is really? It says a lot about wait, what I need to work on in my life. There was a moment. There was a moment where this man was like, like he because he has these sex parties at his house. You know, he would you know you know coin himself a sex aficionado. aficionado. Is that what he said? I would imagine so. I mean, he didn't say it, but like well, if you're having th- sex parties, you know, I would assume that you think skin? that you're good at sex. Oh my god, is that my face? Skin, probably. Um, so he wanted to spank Jamila. He wanted to like show off his spanking skills. He fucking sucked. He was fucking terrible. He kept. First of all, there was you know like when you hear that sound, like when you slap an ass, you know you've done it right. It has that. You know, his was like this. I just, I just want to know why. It literally was like a cup. Yeah, I don't know why it I. Like, it, it looked like it hurt, boo. Like, why did I get on the counter and, and you were <laughs> you were like a cat? You got up there with like your fuck. Like you always say, like your fangs come out. They did, and you fucking bent your fucking body like a fucking cat. Slid your little biker shorts down and let him spank your ass, and it was horrible. And I felt ter- I felt bad for you. I felt like is he hurting her? Because like the slaps were like muffled, like. It, it, I, I, was I was like, no, it's supposed to. I must have been so fucked up that like nothing hurt. I, oh my Me God. and Mandy were like, what the fuck is he doing? Stop. <laughs> and so then I did. I was like, can you just stop? Like I was, I felt like I was Jamila's security guard. I was like, she doesn't want special K. She doesn't want your weak ass booty slaps. <laughs> Please stop. And then I stayed. And then I don't know. I feel like me and the other guy had like a deep conversation. We got in the shower. We talked. And then like he fell asleep. And then I woke up at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> what? Where? Why? <laughs> Literally what? Where? Why? Why? And I was like, ah. Uh. My app's not working. Can you Uber me back to my hotel? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what's your name again? I had to look at my phone to remember. You didn't remember the other day. I asked that his name. She was like, that's not his name. I was like, bitch, that is his name. Well, honestly, they were great guys and I would go back over. They were. They day. were. Like, they were safe. They were cool. Like, it ended up being a fine situation. It was just one of the nights that you just never forget. You just never thought that would happen. Usually, like, white people do. I've gone to lots of random drunken after the party white people's houses that I didn't know and I'll probably never speak to again. I didn't usually don't stay the night. That was just because I was being extra too lit in New York and you were being very lit in New York. You okay so uh, last New York I was extra lit, like doing the most, doing way too much, never coming back to my hotel room. Jamilo basically had a hotel to herself. This time, Jamila was on a roll. She was out to beat me. It was like a competition I or something. I think that in my head, I was like, I'm going to outcoe her. You, you, I think you won. I think you won. <laughs> I could have done without a lot of that. In, in fact, I announced my celibacy there. So it's been ever since I went to D.C. before I went to New York. And I re- reunited with Tulumbe from Tulum, my birthday. Also broke up with him quickly after that interaction. And then um, went to New York and declared my celibacy. <laughs> so it's still going strong. We are recording this on Tuesday night. So this is a freshie. Oh, I like that freshie. This is a freshie. Uh, Just like us. <laughs> what? Are we fresh? Well, it's a joke. Can you do this? Yes. Anyway, you guys. Um, so with our show being canceled which by the way we had an amazing show 
ready for you guys like next level if you guys have been to our la show if you guys have been to our atlanta show this shit right here this shit was about to be first of all totally different lit cinematic just live.com fucking movie it was gonna be a fucking movie i mean i'm not even gonna lie it was gonna be a movie <laughs> Are you planning a wedding, baby shower, coronavirus party? Check out Elevated Room Events. They are our official event planners. It's a woman-owned company. Both mamas, bomb, somehow understand me and Jamila's crazy ideas and translate them into reality. And they're super talented. Curating beautiful ambiance, events, and more. Elevated Room Events on Instagram, elevatedroomevents.com. Check them out. That's why I really was trying to fight this whatever the fuck is happening. I was like, nope, nope, we're having it. Why wouldn't we? Fuck that. How will people know? It's private. Um, yeah, but even the venue was, was like, yeah, we're not doing this here. I know, Erica. I know. I heard. Okay, I'm just letting you know. What the fuck is going on out there? What are they dropping? Are those fucking marbles? I don't know. Do you have Legos of some sort? No, I don't know what. Are they fucking throwing pants? I don't know. I just keep hearing crumbling happening and I can't see them. <laughs> Lord, help us all. Help us all. Um, <clears throat> anyway, um, we are. So I don't know if you guys have been following us on Instagram because there's nothing else to do. Um, but we recently launched a new little um, hotline. So we have a new segment on our show. We have a new segment. Good Moms Confessional. Good hotline. Moms Confessional Good Hotline. Moms confessional Good Moms hotline. Confessional Hotline. We actually really have a real hotline. The number is 818-MOM-0154. And you can confess anything on this hotline, whether it's about parenthood, love, dating, just personal shit, whatever it is that you need to confess to get off your chest. You can ask for advice or you can just get some shit off your chest that maybe like you haven't told anyone. You don't really know what to do, what to say. You just got to get it out. Um, We've had a few this week. So... Yeah, we're going to play one that we got from an anonymous caller, and it goes a little something like this. Um, hi, I am an African-American female, 37 years of age, and I am currently going through a divorce because of my husband, because I just came out to my family and my friends. Um decided not to live a lie anymore, but uh, finding it very difficult to navigate this landscape. Um, Being the late in life, quote unquote, lesbian, um, my friend group is very hetero, (laughs) for lack of a better term, and I'm just finding it hard to um, find my tribe within this new um, found freedom, this new found truth. Um, and it's lonely, so I was just wondering what advice you guys have for late-in-life lesbians, lesbians who have been closeted for a very long time and now deciding to come out and be free and live in my truth. Um, I find myself alone a lot now. Um, simply because people just don't understand what it, what it is um, I'm going through or 
maybe I don't understand how to, I don't have any gay friends. Um, so I don't know socially how to like, it's like starting all over as far as like my friend group is concerned. So just wondering if you guys have any advice for us late in life lesbians who may not know how to navigate this thing called I want to get out, I want to have fun, I want to have friends who recognize what I'm going through, can empathize with what I'm going through, and who I can get advice from, and I just don't seem to have that readily available to me right now, so any advice would help, and I love you guys, and the show is awesome, and yeah, any advice would help, thanks. So, late in life lesbian. I've never heard that term. I've never heard that term either. That's why I said it. Um. My, I mean, so obviously I'm not a lesbian. Um, I've had transitions in my life. And I think motherhood has been one, you know, really trying to figure out my tribe, feeling alone. Um, I think for her, my advice to her would be, you know, you kind of got to like, you have to put yourself out there. You got to find new friends, whether that's going out to, she's based in LA. So whether that's going out to West Hollywood, whether that is, you know. Getting on like, um, even like a, an online dating situation just to, you know, check the waters and get even friends. You know, you can meet friends that way too. It doesn't have to be hard pressed. Romance. Romance. Um, but I also told her, like, I think that what's really important and when you start living your truth or whatever that means to you and you, you stop, you know, living your life according to other people is that you'll have less, you'll att- manifest and attract the people who really accept you and love you as you are because you're, you're accepting only tr- realness from yourself and, like, inevitably the universe, you'll attract that too. Uh, that's why I, like, lesbian, hetero, non-conformative, whatever it is, like, I support a tribe that is themselves. You know, all my friends, I'll tell Erica knows, like, I got some weird friends, got some crazy friends, got some friends that have been through some shit. All my friends are just who they are. So and that's why it's, I can accept people as long as you're being who you are. And even, like, in accepting yourself and just being who you are, you only attract that, like, that real shit. So I, I, I wouldn't... You know, I wouldn't take it personally. It's a, it's a it's a filter. You're cleansing your circle to get and attract the people that are meant to be in your life and to support you through, you know, every every part of that. You know, because everybody knows I was a hardcore lesbian for f- five years, and um, I was deep in my lesbian life. I was only going to gay clubs. I had like girlfriends for like four or five years consecutively, and of course I had, I mean, I was in Atlanta at the time, so I emerged myself in that, and I had mostly, like, at that, I mean, not all my friends, though, my straight friends wouldn't go to the club with me, but I found gay friends by going out, I started working as in a gay club, being as a, as a bartender and a waitress, and I was on the gay uh, dating site, so I just, you know, it's just about also stepping out of your comfort zone, you already started so much, continue to do that, and really just dive in and see what's I mean, going on. I would, kind of exciting. I would imagine it's a hard transition because you're trying to accept yourself. You're seeking the acceptance of your family and friends, which they're also going through a transition as well. 
you know, we, we want our friends and family to just be on board immediately. And like they should. However, it is a transition, too, for them because they've known you as whatever you've portrayed or they've, you know, coined you as <clears throat> their entire life and or their, the, the span of your relationship. And they are having to do some unlearnings and accepting acceptances as well, which can be really fucking hard when you're just like, just support me, you know, Um Especially because she's she's been in a relationship with all of her friends are heterosexual. Like she's and, and she's been married for. That's what I'm saying because yeah. like she's been in this world of marriage with her married friends, possibly, you know, with a bunch of women that are married to men and claim to be heterosexual or, or identify as heterosexual. And when we spoke to her on the phone, like we called her back, and she was just saying like, even with her um, her sister, you know, there's a lot of like we love you, we accept you, but. You know, but there is, you know, I have to. Adjust. And that's why I said, I like, don't, I don't agree with it. And that's fine. But you also, you, you, during whatever transition in your life, because they will happen if you are, if, you know, if life is happening, you have to know and accept that A, nothing's personal. And B, sometimes if someone is saying, I love you and I accept you, but. At this time, when you're trying to accept yourself, you may have to distance yourself from those people who yeah. have the butt. Yeah. Because you just, at this point, if you need to reinforce what self-love is and what that looks like for you, you need to be with people who are just, I love you and I support mm-hmm. you, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to cut them off forever. You or- can revisit them once you feel secure in you, the choice that you've made and the transition that you've, you know, began Com- and completed. Maybe not even completed, but like just feel more secure and like, yes, this is who I am. I don't need your validation. And and then go back and revisit those relationships. And then you can decide, okay, you know what? I can do this, you know. And, and also I, know I can who be they are. I can be patient with you or you know what? This isn't going to Unfortunately, family sometimes are just people that you ended up being related to. Yeah. You know, I I I don't know. I don't like to say that. I don't like to say that either, but like it's true sometimes. Like I have family members, like I think of specifically that I look at as just people that I uh, we share the same DNA. I mean, that's it. And we don't share anything else. We don't share a bond. We don't share any sort of soul tie. Tie. Like there's just something. Yeah. I would like to say that most things, all relationships, all interactions, and count like are for a bigger lesson. But yeah, sometimes you gotta accept that when people are fucking toxic, they're toxic. And I'm and I I, I generally do especially don't root for that when it's close family, your sister, your brother, your mom, your dad. You know, I feel like you should put a full foot forward and realize there's a lesson and and really try. But sometimes, like I said, it just requ- it requires for you to step away and then revisit. Step away, revisit. I don't believe in like holding grudges or anything like that. It's not personal, but know what you can handle and who you can handle and what kind of interactions you need at what time and your transitions. And then, you know, life is already difficult. Have me the lighter. Anyway, so if you have any confessions, you need any advice or just to get some shit off your t- chest, call our hotline 818 mom. Zero one five four. You can also text, although we prefer phone calls because you know we share all of our shit every Wednesday, and we'd love to hear about you what what's going on over there. How's everyone doing with the coronavirus? 
how's everyone doing in life? How are your um, New Year's resolutions panning out in 2020? Because I feel like 2020 has been very, a very strange. strange. I went into it feeling weird. Um, so I'm actually not that surprised at how it's unfolding. Uh, I feel like I've already kind of surrendered to it in ways because I've been forced to it up front. But um, yeah, it's just been an interesting year so far. A lot of loss and like going within, you know? Yeah, a lot of self-reflection. Hopefully the government's not trying to kill us all. <laughs> I'm like, what are they going to do while we're off the streets? What are they doing out there? I know. There? They're installing. A, what like, are they some, doing out there? I thought about that, too. Like, what are, are they, like, impl- like, putting some ground bombs some places? Like, you know, who knows what these motherfuckers are up to. It's probably ten times worse than we think. I mean, there's, that's why I told Jamila. I said, they're canceling school till next year. This virus has to be, like, something is worse than some sh- Something is bad. Whether it's the virus or whatever their ulterior motives are, something ain't right. Um, and I feel it, <sighs> but, um, but you know what? My biggest, my biggest peace of mind during all of this is just like, Hey, I don't want to stay panicked. I don't want to stay afraid or in fear. Like I'm trying to be prepared, but like what's to come will come. But I also ultimately believe like God got us. And like, no matter how corrupt and fucked up the government is, is that mother nature always has the last say. She sure does. Always. And she's know? already... It was, it hailed a it, few hours ago. It will always override Mother Nature evil. is like, I... Like, yeah. It's been raining for the past few days. There's been this weird haze around. And then it started hailing. It's, it's hot, then it's, it gets cold. It's eerie, the supermarket and shit. It's just an eerie zombie land. No one's talking to each other. There's it's, no traffic in LA. Everyone's on the interwebs. It's very weird. It's an experiment for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. We want to do a hoary? To close out, yeah. To close out, we should for sure do a hoary. Uh, 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 stories. Wait, and make we... sure to send in your horries because you guys... We're running low on horries. Yeah. Um, I can't. Especially now. We need quarantine horries. And we already. What are y'all doing in quarantine? We already don't have any niggas. We can't keep telling our horries, you guys. It's ruining us. <laughs> right. Tell us yours. You're anonymous. We're not. Um, tell us. Your, are you trying to get pregnant right now? I feel like. Oof, don't put. Don't even say that. I have a pregnancy horry basically on Horrible Decisions episode. So you should just go listen to it. It's not really a horry, but it is. It's. Yeah, it is. Um, the fucking the, the letter that horrible decisions had gotten an email while we were out. With oh yeah. <laughs> After dinner, Weezy gets an email and she's like, "Oh my god, this girl had written in like um, horrible decisions ruined my relationship. She was in a long term relationship with her boyfriend." Of like years, I want to say, and they went to a horrible decision show, and he left and had a threesome with two other listeners. I was like, "Y'all people are fucking lit." But then the couple days later, we had a dinner in New York, and two of our people hooked up, and I was like, "Oh, just maybe sparking love, all over. spark attraction. People we're feel just, free. We're just three way kissing all over America through the podcast." <laughs> it's gonna be my. Nice. 
Cool. Okay, huh? okay close the door. We'll be... Talk to each other. Hang out. Play with each other. Go play. Go play dress up. Okay, you guys, we'll be right back. A friend of mine invited me to Netflix and chill at his apartment at a, at his apartment a couple summers ago. I told him I don't do Netflix or chill, <laughs> but I had actually been daydreaming about fucking him for months. So of course I went to visit him anyway. We were alone, shoulders pressed together, as we sat on his living room couch. He poured and handed me a glass of red wine. Cheers to that. And proceeded to tell me about his day. I pretended to care about his day until I couldn't pretend to care anymore. Leaned toward him, unromantically kissed him, then said, You know, I didn't come over for wine and conversation. I smiled as I leaned in to kiss him more passionately. He rested his hand on my thigh, pushing it close to my pulsating pussy. He kissed all along my neck, down my breast. I paused to let him take off my shirt, then unclamp my bra. He put one hand around my throat, and I got really excited, thinking he was going to be aggressive and choke me, but he was an aggressive type. I'm an Aries, so naturally I will ram my way in right into your bed. My bold and unapologetic carefree approach is, is to get down and dirty. He wasn't ready for all that. <laughs> my type of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I look up as we make our way from the couch to his bedroom, and his roommate walks in. And what the fuck? His roommate is our mutual friend. Oh God. The friend of a friend. We will call this person Friend X. Friend X. Friend X at this time works with me directly and, and has listened to numerous stories about men that I have previously dated. Oh, listened to numerous stories about men that I've previously dated. He's offered dating advice, even, even offered dating advice. I was perplexed to find why Friend Y, that's what we will call the man I'm straddling, chose not to disclose that Friend X was his roommate. But as perplexing as that was to me, <laughs> I proceeded as though no one walked in, which may have been a turn off for friend Y. Here's the thing about me. I want it when I want, which is now and often. I love anything exciting, daring, and even a little dangerous. Are you me? <laughs> I'm impulsive, impatient, and spontaneous in all areas of life, especially the bedroom. Friend X was hard as a rock watching us fuck so i asked him to play with himself he pulled his dick out and was stroking it he kept stroking it and right as he was about to come friend y all of a sudden jumped out and wrapped his mouth around friend x's <gasps> cock and swallowed the whole <gasps> look what <laughs> did you not read this no yes girl what? yes wait what would you do friend x and I silenced ourselves for a few minutes as friend Y got up and went to the bathroom. I looked at him and asked, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> he got up to check on him and told him to get out here and explain what just happened. Oh. Nothing needed to be explained. <laughs> friend X and friend Y both ruined my wild, unpredictable night. I went home and immediately took a plan B because that shit is really plan A for me. <laughs> Today, friend X and I are cordial, while friend Y and I don't see each other much, but it's all love when we do. 
Oh wait, so she was turned off. I think she was turned off. Oh my gosh! What would I? Well, you wouldn't be turned off. You would like that shit. <laughs> I already know. You. I would just be like, "What's gonna happen next?" <laughs> well, she kind of instigated it a little bit. No, why? Because she kept fucking. Yeah, she did not instigate what was happening next. I mean, it's just sex. It's just sex, but I didn't expect. I, I mean, I, it is just sex, but like, would you have expected him to get, take you off of him and then go take the whole load and take it in his mouth and then walk out the room? <laughs> I think the walk out the room is the most alarming. Like, where are you going, nigga? You just that's just gonna do that in the exit stage left. Like. We're going to either keep going on this oh, freaky no. journey or you do need to explain this because I'm confused. <laughs> We're going to keep going on this freaky journey. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would have like, I don't know if I would have been too shocked. You know, like some, like I said, maybe certain things I only want to participate watching porn. I, or I would have been like, hmm, what a three-way kiss. <laughs> I hate you. You would. Is there a three-way kiss So now? next, three-way kiss. <laughs> I don't know why that's equivalent at all. Um, Let's connect. What would you have done? Um, I don't know. I guess it would have, it depends. Uh, I don't know. I might have, yeah, I might have had to be like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Was this what we're doing? Are we doing this? Is this what's happening? Oh, okay. So what does that mean? What, like, what I don't does that mean? know. Like, I've never, like, when I think about, like, having sex with two men, it's never them really being super affectionate with each other. It's them mostly focusing on me. I know, because I think I would get jealous. Um, <laughs> but the idea of a man and a man being together is not, and romantic is, like, okay. Not okay. It's not that one is not okay. It's just I've more so imagined two men being together alone versus a man swallowing a load in front of me. Well, that is just a jump. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know if I've said this before, but I do like to see like male, male, female buy threesomes on porn categories. And I have watched gay porn because it's like kind of hot and aggressive. But like in the room with two other men that were being romantic with each other, could I just get in where I fit in? I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could have really like do it. I've never been in that situation in any capacity, so who fucking knows? But I don't know. Like maybe the load, straight for the load. I would have been like, <laughs> wait, that's a lot. That's like, that's a lot. Maybe a lick, it, kissing. You're touching, right. Like we got the we whole go stages here. The whole thing, and then the exit. The whole thing. The combination of actions was rather awkward. I mean, you know, maybe more a bitch a little. With a kiss or something, <laughs> a touch of a thigh. I don't know. Like, I'm lean over and hit. I'm about to drink. I'm about to drink this. <laughs> right. Like, just give me a. Cl- like, give me. A- how would one I- give you a clue Whoa. that he's about to take this load? Right. I no, mean, I would love to know how. I mean, maybe stroking is th- like maybe he's the- first touch him. I didn't even hear there was a touch. He just like <laughs> took her off and just like switched straight over. I need like some temperature. Yeah, technique. that is. Yeah, that. Yeah. I think that's the most strangest part about the whole thing. It wasn't like they all, like, you know, I got, I don't know. You know, everything for me is about organic. Maybe he <laughs> just really wanted, maybe he was trying to show her, like, he was dominant. You know what I mean? No, he drank the load. Is that dominant? Wait, who drank who? Oh, he drank his. Oh. He was fucking her. Oh, wait, the other guy. The other, other friend came in, started touching was, himself. Was, she was on top of him. And he, he drank. He took her off of him and went. And as that guy was jacking off, watching them fuck. The guy who was jacking off came in his mouth. Yes. He went and got it. It wasn't the. Okay. I thought maybe. I thought he was going to come. And no, the guy who was jacking off. Enough, no. Okay. That, even that I could would have made a, I don't more, sense. Sense. I more sense. Not more sense, but like, I could I don't wrap know. my head around more. 
Right. Right. We are fucking him. Right. Right. Because he's turned on by what's happening here. Now you just getting up and remove like it's just that was a good one. Yeah, I'm perplexed. <laughs> I'm turned on, perplexed, and scared. turned on, perplexed, and scared. <laughs> yeah, and intrigued, and intrigued. Right. <laughs> Who are these niggas? No. <laughs> Oh, oh god. My god! Oh my god! Right after my fucking story about my three-way kiss with the fucking oh my god, <laughs> the perfect, perfect, perfect combo. outro. Well, anyway, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, uh, you should really um, go on our Patreon. We've released another, yet another sex move. <laughs> sex position. Sex positions. One on one. One on one with good moms. You know, every time we get a new sex position. We will let you guys know. Everyone that's, when there's a new one that we are really um, like, whoa, this is new. Yeah, it's, we do a demonstration. It's clothed. On each other. Clothed. It's very educational. It's, you know, it's really for your education. We are spreading good education. If you have any that you want to share with us, we all, we want, we want to know more. I think that we should just open up, share our sex moves so that we all can be better lovers. Yes. Yes. Even, you know, um, Mm-hmm. I even want. I want to start another one. I, I just it just came to me. What is that? It's um, dirty talk one on one. A dirty talk one on one. Yeah, because like I'm always looking for more dirty talk, mm-hmm. and I like dirty talk, but sometimes I'm like, you know, like I don't know if that's a good one. Like you, you gotta get your dirty talk up. Like you gotta be cool about your dirty talk. Yeah. Like, have you ever? Fu- okay, okay. One time I said fuck this guy. I mentioned it early on. He was. I don't. He was. A, he was kind of strange, but he had a filthy mouth. <laughs> And I loved it. I remember that. Because I remember you said he had a filthy mouth. He had a filthy, dirty mouth. And I was like, God, it's so hot. But he was like sketchy. <laughs> but that dirty mouth. So maybe if you guys can share your sex talk, I would really appreciate it. Oh, my God. Um, how would one share their sex talk? They like just, I don't know. Just I don't know call the hotline. Yeah, call the hotline. Yeah. 888-MOM-0154. Call the hotline because I want to hear confess about your dirty talk. Like confess your dirty talk to yeah. I'm not. I'm... Get on your knees, like kneel. Oh okay. I know I say choke me. Uh, no, those are like so normal, right? I need to, I need to. Am I more game. emotional? I'm like I want you. <laughs> yes. I mean I've had daddy. Yes. Please. Yes, daddy. Fuck I love me. you. I miss this. Stick. I love you. No. I miss this stick. A lot of missed. I do miss this. I miss this. Oh my god. Fuck, this feels so good. Don't don't stay away this long ever again. <laughs> Why? Where have you been? Okay. <laughs> no, our nigga's gonna be like, you tell everybody that. <laughs> yep. That. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We need to. We need to get our sex talk up. We need to share. I'm trying to think of a really good one. Like I don't know. Yeah, actually, if you want to like send us your moans on in the confessionals, let us. We'll play your moan. I think everyone should hear. We should share our moans. You've heard ours and and Hori's. That is truly me and Jamila's moans. You want people? I would to- love to hear your moans. So if you want to like leave a moan message, do that. Right? I want to hear more moans. Uh, wait, I need to be. I need to be more specific. Are I just, want like, fake bitch- moans or like have sex and record it. Fake moans, or real moans, whatever kind of moans you want to share. Whatever the fuck. Okay. Well, we're down. I'm down. Masturbation for that. moans. I just want to hear your moans. Okay. Because I feel like everyone's moans are different. It's very intimate. And they know ours. It's, we did. Put, we really put our full moans on for that. The, we did. That, that was real the moan. segment. <laughs> now you know how we sound in bed. Great. You know what we do. You know what we sound in bed. There's no allure. 
That's why we're single. <laughs> Forever. Forever. Oh my god. Anyway. All right, you guys. We will catch you guys next week. Make also, sure. make sure you catch all of our quarantine content coming straight to you. We're gonna do workout videos, <laughs> trillers, TikToks. Oh it's yeah, gonna be crazy. We just join TikTok. Shut the fuck up. You're putting so much pressure on us. That's why I'm doing it. <sighs> okay. Anyway, we gotta go. Maybe gotta... some recipes. Okay, relax. Um, we should make that tequila drink. I'm drinking wine tonight. All right, I gotta pee. Follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Join our newsletter, Good Moms. We have more time than ever. We're doing tons of newsletters. Good Moms, what are you doing? I have one thing to say. What? I want to do a Mila challenge. Get a three-way kiss this week and then tell me about it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please, please. But how are they going to – we're in quarantine. We're quarantining. How are we going to have a three-way kiss? My God. Okay, well, if you give, if you guys have a three-way kiss, please share the three-way kisses. Follow us at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Join our newsletter on our website. Just go to our Instagram and click the link because that has all our shit. Anyway, have an amazing week, and we will catch you guys next time. Como bailamos en la gran ciudad.